everyone. I'm Chris Evans, superintendent of Natomas Unified School District. Thank you for joining me and listening to our new podcast. I've been superintendent for over seven years in Natomas Unified now, but prior to that, I worked in various positions in administration. I was a teacher, a classified employee, and a principal. So I know firsthand the effect attendance has on a child's success. So that's what we're going to focus in on today, attendance. I encourage you to listen attentively and share this information with other parents. You may hear some facts about attendance that you've never heard before, and probably some that you have, but hopefully it'll drive home why regular school attendance is so critical and so important to your child's success and a successful future. So I have two guests with me today. Joining me to discuss this topic are Shea Borges, an executive director of the Office of the Chief Academic Officer, and our own Colleen Perry, principal of Two Rivers Elementary School. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Appreciate you being here. So I wanted to begin by sharing some facts because I think they're, they're pretty profound. Uh, over 8 million students in the U.S. miss nearly a month of school every year. I mean, it's amazing when you think about a month of school. That's about, about 20 academic days. Um, it's, um, that's a lot. Uh, one in 10 kinder and first grade students in the U.S. are chronically absent. And I know a lot of folks will say, well, kinder isn't, isn't mandatory. Yeah, but if, if a student doesn't go to kindergarten, then they lose a whole year of education that so many others get. And then even worse, if a parent's like, ah, you know, it's kinder, they're young, it's okay. If they're missing 18 school days a year, they're falling that much further behind. And in first grade, it's harder and harder for them to catch up. Poor attendance can influence whether children read proficiently by the end of third grade or could even lead to retention. And third grade, by almost every research metric, um, is the year that if a student can read and do math effectively at third grade, there's a strongly like, strong likelihood they're going to continue and stay on grade level. If they can't, uh, sadly, there's a strong likelihood that the uh, possibility of them dropping out in high school or not finishing high school goes up pretty significantly. And then half the students who miss just two or four days in the first month of school are more likely to miss an entire month of school when you add it all together. And since we're here uh, at the early part of the 2019-2020 school year, I think it's really important to talk about how important it is to get kids to school on time, especially early on, to set the tone for a great start. So this is all based on research provided by Attendance Works, a national and state initiative that pushes for better policy and practice to improve school attendance. Colleen, I know this is not a surprise to you since you've been, uh, since you are an elementary principal and were an elementary teacher. Help us understand from your perspective how this happens and maybe what are some of the warning signs to alert parents when absenteeism is becoming a problem. Absolutely. So often when we meet with parents to discuss student academic success and ways they might need support, we also notice that attendance has been a problem. So they simply weren't there to receive all the whole benefit of their education. And we also see that illness is a really common reason for students to become chronically absent. And it doesn't trigger our initial attendance support procedures because they're excused absences. So we try to review our students who are starting to show a trend of missing a significant amount of school and then reach out to those parents to let them know what how many days has actually been missed. And parents are really surprised often to find how many days it's been, what percent of the school year, or if we add it up to weeks, or sometimes, unfortunately, even months, uh, if it's towards the end of the year. So they're really surprised to, to hear that even though it's illness and 
how that impacts their their school and their academic Absolutely. progress. And our school year has 180 days. So when a student misses more than five days, parents should start to get concerned. And when it comes to 10 or more, that's a warning and a red flag that it could really start to become a problem. Absolutely. And, um, you know, uh, not not for this show, but uh, the discussion about 180 school days. You know, so many other countries, uh, students go 200 days or more. And so if you, if you think about if a student's missing 10, 20 days a year, that's even significantly less. In a world where um, the economy is competitive globally now, not just uh, locally, but um, I, I think uh, so. What do you do to help parents understand the importance of regular attendance, and in particular arriving to school on time, but understanding completely? And we, we want our, our listeners and our parents to understand. We know kids get sick. Uh, you know, I'm a parent. Uh, Colleen, you're a parent. Sometimes they, they bring home the cold and the flu, and you actually don't want to send them to school to, to spread it. So we, we do recognize that. But um, regular attendance and getting to school on time is really important. Do you have any thoughts? Yes. Well, as you said, every day is so precious because we do only have 180 days. And so we try to help parents understand that they can still fall behind if they just miss a day or even just two days every few weeks. Sometimes parents just don't really understand the severity and how quickly that can add up. And we let them know that absences can affect the whole classroom if the teacher is having to catch up just one student who frequently misses school. And it affects the whole class because it impacts the other students who are there regularly learning. And we call parents whose students are establishing a pattern that may lead to chronic absences due to illness or doctor's appointments. We talk about ways to reduce the impact of this on the student's academic success because, as you said, kids do get sick. And, and we don't... We would love for them to stay home and get better so that they don't transmit that. But we talk also about what constitutes a illness that's, that requires staying home versus things that may not be a student's happiest day of school, but things that we can um, help with at school and making sure that they have all those other procedures in place, makeup work, things they can do online, especially in this day and age of technology, there's so much access to the academic materials at home so they don't fall behind. And teachers are always willing to work with students who need to stay home for illness, especially if it's over a couple of days. Yeah, it's definitely different uh, in today's day and age where the textbook is in some cases, not even a textbook anymore. It's a, it's a consumable with uh, resources available for students online. Amazing. So um, I was surprised to learn that by sixth grade, chronic absenteeism or chronic absences become a leading indicator of a student will drop out. So we talked about third grade, and now they're even talking about sixth grade. So the idea that third grade is one indicator, and three years later, if a, if a new problem has materialized, it, 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 it could lead to uh, dropouts. So when students miss just two days of school a month, that equals 18 days uh, in the school year, which is 10% of the school year. That's 18 days of lost instruction where a child misses critical steps in, in math. Um, and, and that build on each step and the critical fundamentals of English language arts, you know, especially now um, as the standards really do build on each other from, from day to day, week to week, and year to year. Uh, can you imagine uh, missing 10% of the work year at your job and not, in, not including scheduled time off because vacation is important, but random absences. In most organizations, poor attendance is unacceptable, and it, has, it negatively impacts your job performance. Shay, why don't you explain exactly what constitutes 
chronic absences and the difference between an excused absence and an unexcused absence. Absolutely. So a chronic absence is defined as missing 10% or more of the school day due to absences for any reason. This could be excused, unexcused, and even suspension. Um, and as you just heard Chris say, missing two days a month will equal that 10%. So you're missing two days, you're going to be considered chronically absent. Um, we live by education code, and education code defines 11 reasons that a student can be marked as an excused absence. The most common is when a student misses school because of illness or a medical appointment. An unexcused absent is when a student misses school for reasons not accepted by educational code. Um, these, here's a couple examples of those. Family vacation, staying home to take care of family members, which we understand, you know, that ha there's, that's important, but we need kids coming to school. Missing the school bus. Um, working at a job or sleeping too late. Parents should also know that tardies, those impact attendance too. Being late two to three days a week adds up quickly and over a month could equiv be equivalent to a day, of a day of loss instruction. So as both a teacher and a principal, I witnessed firsthand how students arriving late to school or leaving early cause them to miss valuable opportunities to learn, which cause them to struggle academically and even socially due to insecurities of falling behind. Yeah, you know, so something that I'm I'm proud of in the Thomas Unified is uh, we're we're we keep it real, if you will. We're authentic, and uh, we talk about our successes, and we have a lot of those. We also talk about the things we don't do so well. So a couple of years ago, the state used a metric. Uh, it was uh, it referenced truancies, and uh, unfortunately, we popped up as having some of the worst uh, truant percentages in the region uh, year after year. And one of the things when we dug deeper into the information was we found that a number of our parents were dropping off their elementary students 30 minutes more uh, late. And that kind of unexcused tardy then rolls into a truancy. And um, that has a strong effect, and, and you talked about that, that coming late or leaving early can radically affect what a student learns gets them out of a rhythm, just even two 30-minute tardies a week can add up to you being chronically absent by the end of the year, even if you never missed any other days for illness or any other reason. So part of what I wanted to reinforce, um, and I understand can be difficult for some of our parents because we are a district of choice, and sometimes parents have kids in different schools. I myself had uh, a son at Winter Ranch and then two children at Leroy Green, and they're not right next to each other. And it, it meant we had to juggle and coordinate as a family and get up earlier than definitely the kids wanted to get up early, and, and, and make it work so they would get to school on time. Uh, not easy, but absolutely important to make sure they get a, a quality education. So what can uh, parents do, Colleen, to support good attendance? So there are some simple things that parents can do. A regular bedtime and morning routine is really helpful, making sure that kids know what when they're supposed to go to bed, when they're supposed to get up, those routines are really comforting to kids and really help ease the transition into school. And removing those challenges that can sometimes crop up in the morning, making sure that lunches are packed, clothes are laid out, backpacks are ready to go by the door with shoes. I know shoes can often be a problem in the, getting out the door in the morning. And making sure the homework is in the backpack. Anything that needs to be signed is already signed, ready to go, just to make it as smooth a morning as it can possibly be and to get school, kids to school on time. And also developing a backup plan. Things happen all the time. And if something comes up, 
They can call on a family member, a neighbor, another parent. We talk to parents about engaging our community. We have a really great community around Two Rivers, and our parents are really happy to help others, just like all schools in Natomas. We have a great community here in Natomas as a whole. And a student's friends are often live nearby, and even if they don't necessarily um, go to their neighborhood school, because we are a district of choice, there's often family and friends that are nearby to help get the kids to school. A carpool. Exactly. Yeah, sure. And a student's friends, um, those families are a great resource to help kids get to school on, on days that other challenges arise. Parents are always really happy to help each other out. I also like to add, you know, some tips that we could do is try to avoid medical appointments during the school day, especially taking extended trips when school is in session. We know doctor's appointments are important, but if we can schedule them after school, that would really help out. Um, be familiar with our attendance policy. Try to keep track of when your students are tardy absent so it doesn't turn into being chronically absent or a truancy. Don't let your students stay home unless they're truly sick. We value kids staying home when they are sick. But we really need to know when they're sick so they're, it's not just a little um, tiny thing. Um, taking it one step further, asking about getting your students work when they are absent. Because this way, if they are absent because they're sick, we want to make sure they're staying caught up and um, not losing that instruction while they're out. Finally, you know, one of the things that we have here is we have our infinite campus um, a system that allows parents, they can sign up and get it on their phone directly and then they can get alerts and they can see when their kids marked absent they can get an alert with their kids tardy i know when i was a secondary principal my parents thought that was an amazing because they would call let their kids know i know you're late third period get there on time so it really helped the parents have a communication with the fam uh, the students on their days and what was going on absolutely and if um, you need some assistance getting that app or downloading that app you can always reach out to our constituent and customer service their phone number and uh, email is everywhere on our web pages. I'd encourage you to do that, uh, especially as you get grades, the ability to do grade checks as your child gets older. And um, as you think about medical appointments, you know, I, I'm a dad of three, two of them in college now, and there were just times where the dentist, the doctor appointment, we tried. We tried to get it after school, and it just it wasn't going to happen. Uh, but what um, has always interested me is um, – uh, a former principal and a teacher is when parents would take their child to a doctor appointment and then the kid would arrive with like a Subway or McDonald's bag. Mm -hmm. And that goes to what you guys talked about earlier, uh, Colleen, I think you talked about being planned for breakfast and lunch in the morning. Um, we had some rough years in our house. We had three kids and I can imagine those who have even more trying to get organized and get things ready in the morning it really took planning the evening before. Otherwise, it would be messy. And so if you have to go to a dentist or a doctor appointment, we understand. Uh, we have families. We have kids. We, we get that sometimes the doctor says the appointment's at 11, and that's when you have to be there. Plan ahead. Make sure lunch is ready. Make sure you're not going to have to make that extra stop because that's another 30 minutes um, potentially out of school that does not help our students. So attendance is an important life skill that will help students to graduate from college um, and be ready for careers. You absolutely have to be at work on time consistently if you want to keep your job. And we want to reinforce that as part of our students' education and parents. You can absolutely help teach your own children that at a very young age. So thank you both for you. being a part of one of our early uh, podcasts and talking about uh, the importance of regular school attendance and giving our 
our families some tools and, and food for thoughts. And I want to thank uh, everyone for listening. If you have any comments or feedback, please message us at Twitter at Natomas USD or send an email to us at communications at natomasunified.org. Until next time, take care. This podcast is a production of the Natomas Unified School District. You can find our podcast online at natomasunified.org. You can also be the first to receive it by following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just look for Natomas USD.